Hello and welcome to another episode of Holistic Digital Living. I'm Jimena Santibanez and today we're going to talk about the evil behind our society nowadays, the big bad monster of the modern times, the devil behind the huge organization and corporate interests. It's called marketing. And you know what? This is what marketing has been turned into lately. And I'm very sad because I'm a marketer that actually acknowledges that marketing is hurting us. Um, and it makes me very sad because I know all the magic and wonderful things that I've seen happen through marketing. And I am a huge advocate for marketing. But it is really sad. And we, we have to step up. We have to be the adults. And we have to admit that marketing has been hurting us. All of us. And I mean, yes, it is because it has a lot of psychological manipulation. Yes, it's also because it responds to certain interests of what should be trending and selling and whatnot. But I have to say that I've been very, very sad and I, and I decided to talk about this subject um, after listening to a conference, a little talk by Matt Kahn where he talked about how marketing is actually ruining our lives. And shortly after I heard that talk, I was listening to Marianne Williamson, and I was doubly sad because she talked about this and how marketing is this evil force that is telling us all these things that we need and don't have and how it's making us not feel enough and how it's making us more focused in consuming and having likes and selling. And I do acknowledge that many of the sales gurus and the digital gurus out there, um, they are very, very good at what they do. They have some really interesting truths to share with all of us. I've taken some online courses. And the problem here is it's not that it's evil in itself. Marketing is not a bad thing, just like knowledge is not a bad thing, just like medicine is not a bad thing. But I think we could all agree that when you're hurting others with what you do, then you need to double check what you're doing and why you're doing it, because I think that's really the focus of all of this. Why do I love marketing so much? Why do I think it's such a great force? Well, to me, marketing is not about selling. It's actually going back to the actual concept of market. It's a place where you exchange what someone needs with what someone has. So to me, marketing, yes, it's the way that we make those products be sold, how we get them to, to sell. But I don't think you have to go into manipulation and into tricking people and doing all these super complicated sales funnels and having the perfect formula and having the perfect sales pitch. Because I don't believe in manipulating people's minds. I do think that we need to use our best talents and skills to get messages across, especially messages that have been either neglected or overlooked or pushed aside because people were not ready to listen to them. Um, that is where I think that the complicated, uh, heavy machinery of marketing should be used. But not to manipulate or, um, yes, persuade, but more than persuading, I think educating. I think that's more what marketing should be doing nowadays. Educating people on 
the brand in whatever brand you're talking about, if it's a restaurant, if it's an entrepreneur, if it's consulting services, whatever it is, I think if you're selling it, you should educate people on why it's important and why you do it and why you do it the way you do it so that they know and they're educated about your brand and your service and how it could benefit or affect their lives. So I think that that is really the role of marketing on the side of whoever is selling. And on the other side, I think it's also very useful because yes, as Matt can, we have, as Matt can would say, we, we have so many options that now we really can't figure out what we want. We would be happier with just having two or three choices and just making a quick choice right there and then. But the magic and the cool thing about having so many options, it's because there's so many people doing different things or doing one product in so many different ways and having their soul or their vision put into that product or service. So I think it's a good thing that we have that diversity. I think it's awesome. And trust me, I am from Mexico City. I have lived and breathed the good and the bad and the ugly of globalization and NAFTA and all these things. And I know that sometimes we get hurt, people, specific individuals get hurt when markets are open and there are all these different options that can be cheaper and faster uh, that we could have done them before. But this is good. It's a learning process. It's a learning curve. And it's painful. It's painful for smaller producers when there's too many options and they cannot compete with a huge budget of advertising and marketing um, or just placing their product where they would like it to be. But it is it's a real blessing for the consumer because you really do get the best product for you or whatever uh, product suits you. If you want cheap because you need something cheap, then you have that option. And if you want something uh, that represents your values, that is uh, environmentally conscious, if it's socially responsible, if it's clean and organic, then you can find it and you can put the the price that you think it deserves. Um, if it's worth paying more for it because you think it's worth doing that, then that's awesome. And if you make those products more popular, they will be in the long run, the rule that has happened over time. It's not fast. It's not easy, but we wouldn't have electric cars being sold right now if that were not the case. Even though we have uh, oil being such a special and strong thing nowadays in, in the economy, if it weren't for competition and options and diversity in markets, none of that would happen. If we weren't letting all these other versions of a product go out there and be sold and promoted and reach us as consumers, then we'd be stuck. We'd be stuck with one or two brands that are whatever's around us. Uh, we would not be able to eat fruits and vegetables out of a certain season or maybe even ever if we were living in certain places as Europe in cold areas or in Africa. Um, so we do benefit from this. I know there's a lot of options and we need to learn how to choose. Yes, that is a fact. And that's part of why brands can do a really good social job by uh, sharing with us the education of who they are and what they can do for us and about their products and about why they're good. 
Um, but not through manipulation, not persuading us that their way is the best way. I mean, we have to step up as consumers and also be able to to make choices and see what we want. What do we want? Do we want something that will last for 10 or 20 years or do we want something that is disposable? If we are aware of the impact that we're having in the world, then we're going to go for something that could be probably used for a longer period of time without having to buy one after the next. And we're smart enough. I mean, even if they told us 10 or 20 or 50 times that we need the new iPhone, we really don't need it. We know that we buy it because we want it. We're not fooling anyone. We know this. It is just something that we want to have. So if we were so honest with ourselves, it's not about marketing. It's not marketing that's shaping us so much. We do have a choice. We just choose to let it go. We choose to put it in the hands of those who manipulate us, quote unquote, um, to, to be the ones that dictate what we have to do. Yes, there's subliminal uh, messages and all these weird, complicated techniques behind it uh, and behind TV shows and behind music and behind so many other things. That is right. We are being played in many different ways. But we've, we've started using all of those things for small marketers and for entrepreneurs. And we're telling them and selling them all this trash about you have to sell and you have to do this funnel and you have to reach a million likes and sell a million dollars and travel all the time because you shouldn't be working in an office. No, some people should be working in an office and they enjoy it a lot and they work in the best environment for them. There is no rule that says that we all have to be marketing gurus selling $10 million every day. And there's no rule that says that that's going to make you happy or the world a better place. But if you do what's best for you, what suits you, what fits your dynamics and your values, and you do it great, you will have a job. And people will buy your stuff and people will pay for your services because you're sharing that passion, because you're doing it for a different reason, because you want to be happy, because you want to contribute to the world, because you understand the impact that your product or service is bringing to others. And because you're making it so easy for them to see that value. That's what marketing is really about. About being able to connect these two dots, the service, the product of the, or the service, and the final consumer. That's what it's really about. It's not about becoming wealthy and being living this luxury-filled life. It's not about that. It's about happiness. It's about fulfillment. It's about reaching your goals as a human being. It's not just reaching goals that have to do with monetary or financial success. There are so many wealthy people who are miserable. And there are so many poor people that are super happy. Um, not that I'm undermining their problems overall. But it's not about what you have on the outside. It's what you have on the inside. So it's not about that. And yes, being rich is not a bad thing. Having a lot of money is not a sin. It doesn't automatically make you a bad person that should not have all of that money. No, having all that money allows you to do other things and to share and to contribute and to empower others and to create scholarships and funds and many other things that can be really good. 
and to create more new businesses that are good, that are socially responsible, that are environmentally responsible. So it's not a problem of being rich as a bad thing and selling as a bad thing, just as it's not a problem that marketing helps you sell. The problem is what and why are you selling it? And what do you want from your client or consumer? Do you just want their money? Or do you actually want to serve them? Do you actually want to make an impact in their lives? Do you actually want them to prosper and thrive and have amazing businesses? Because that's what happens. What I, when I coach my, um, my clients and when I work with different brands and people, I don't do it just because I want the money. I usually, I've come to a point where I'm lucky enough that I can choose the projects that I work with. And I don't work with products or projects that I don't believe in. And I don't work with them, first of all, because I'm not going to be able to do a good job if I am not sold, if I cannot or would not buy that product, then I cannot sell it. I'm just, my heart is not going to be there. And I know that there's someone out there who can and might be the best match for that brand or person. But when I actually believe in a product, then I, I will be more than happy and willing to go the extra mile. And I will be more creative and I will have better ideas and I will be much more willing and able to help them grow. That's where you actually make a good match when what you offer actually makes you happy and it actually gives the right value and service and quality of life and business that we all deserve. We've given all these things, these negative connotations. Business is bad. Uh, corporations are bad. Marketing is bad. Medicine is bad. It's not that they are bad. It's the way we've used them. It's not about just saying, oh, all the corporations that are into pharmaceutical labs and pharmaceutical products, they're just evil. Well, many of them might be. But what if there was one who actually did the research and took care of the environment and looked for the better response and the better treatment for something and not just the, the one that's going to make the most profit. What if there was one like that? Would that make them evil? I don't think so because their goal, their process, their whole value system is in the right place. And if that makes it uh, a good business and profitable, then that's awesome as long as their goal is actually to do something good and not just um, this thing that we all have every now and then when we think that everything we do is for good and maybe we're just doing it because we're uh, trying to fulfill our own vision of something. I don't think it's about that. I think we're, we can be very honest with ourselves and know when something is just because we want it to be that way. And when something is actually the greater good, because sometimes we actually need to step aside and, and think about that. Do I really want to do this because it's just my vision of my future and my success? Or am I doing this because I actually think I'm good at it and I'm going to do a really good job and it's going to help others? I think that's something that we can be very honest about, uh, whether we're clear about it or not. But um, so that's, that's why I think that marketing is not a bad thing. I also think that not everyone can do it. 
So telling all these entrepreneurs that they can do it and that they can start their own business and that they can do all these things, I don't think it's, it's false or negative, but you do have to give some sort of disclaimer and say, and not everybody is cut out for this and not everybody endures this. But if you're willing to learn, if you're willing to work, if you're willing to ask for help, then you can do it. I think we really need to be honest about the fact that it's not everybody can do it. Yes, everybody can do it to some extent. We all have different talents. We all have different strengths. And we cannot all have our own business. And even if we do, at some point, we're going to have to collaborate. And that is something that the new culture and the new generation needs to learn. It cannot all be just your vision. You have to find people who can align with your vision to strengthen your business, to, to strengthen your product, your service, and to make sure that you're, ser- you're still serving your client and customer and market and country and world. Because that is the way the new economy works. It is not just one country, a little village, or your neighborhood. It is global. And when we talk about digital marketing, it's way much more uh, global and directly international and directly without borders because there is no limit to what you can do online for better or for worse. So I, I hope you enjoyed this reflection. I love, I, I love always getting feedback from people. I've gotten really great comments from the previous podcasts and I really, really appreciate this opportunity to connect with you on a monthly basis. Um, this will be the last episode for this year. We're taking December off and giving you a little break. But uh, next year, we're starting season two. We're getting the topics clear. And I want to thank you for this opportunity. And if you want to share this with someone who's needing to listen to all of this, I will be very, very thankful to be able to help in any way I can. And I really appreciate this opportunity to share with you. Thank you and see you next year.